This is The Blueprint, brought to you by Executive Platforms. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Executive Platforms Blueprint podcast series. Uh, my guest today is Jamie Forrest of Active Technologies. She is an expert on everything to do with supply chain digital transformation, which is one of my favorite topics. And I haven't actually had a chance to speak with her yet. I'm so excited for how this conversation is going to go. Jamie, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Jeff. Look forward to the discussion. Uh, you've been having a number of conversations with supply chain executives uh, here at the event. Uh, when they come up to Active Technologies booth, what are some of the common things that they're coming to you with? What are some of the topics, the trends? What are you hearing? Well, I think I think today people are just embarking on their digital transformation journey, and so a lot of them are really trying to figure out where's the best place to start, what are some of the best practices in this area. Really, it's be, being that it's new and in an emerging space, you know, there's no right answer at this point. Uh, you've got companies that are building their data lakes, companies that are trying to figure out how to connect disparate systems in order to get a single system of record uh, so that they can start their analytics process. Um, some of them are trying to formalize processes and they're looking for digital transformation, you know, asking more questions about digital supply chain twins and you know, how does that affect, affect their business. So really just trying to work with with the audience to, to get a comfort level as to where they are in their journey, you know, what are the use cases and the application areas that they're looking to transform. I think you're exactly right that it feels like every supply chain executive I talk to about this thinks someone else is doing it better. They, they sort of feel like they're behind the curve, they're, they're under pressure to embrace these tools, but they don't want to buy something that they're not getting an ROI on. Um, when they come to you and say, you know, how am I building a, a, a better pool of data, one source of truth, or when they're trying to build on top of legacy assets, like what is the advice that you give them to, you know, get the ball rolling, be logical about it. Like, how does that conversation go? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of them struggle with the, uh, the daunting task of thinking about integration. You know, that's one of the, the great things about the newer technologies and newer tools is we're designed to make integration easy and, and really giving them a platform in order to um, not get burned on those transformation projects where they bring new technologies in and they have to throw old technologies out and then all of a sudden that technology needs to be upgraded and now none of the connections work. So that, the days of that are, are really over. I mean, uh, at Active Technologies, we have a connector library. So you're really starting with connecting your physical supply chain, and that can be done through a variety of ways. But leaving the, owner, the onerous on us of making sure that all the uh, applications are integrated together, that as you do upgrades, that we maintain the integrations, and all of that now in a low monthly subscription. So it's not a big capital IT project. So kind of getting them over that first hurdle of integration. You know, they've tried integration projects, they've put in new systems that have taken years and millions of dollars. And so um, the, the days of that really should be over. And so that's, that's kind of the first step is really helping them get comfortable around connectivity, connecting to trading partners. You know, then the second area is really what, what, what areas are you trying to transform? Are you trying to automate processes? Are you trying to scale without adding more people? Are you trying to benchmark performance, increase efficiencies? Are you looking for cost reduction? Um, you know, are you, are you really just looking to automate control and decision making and providing 
more uh, time back to your decision makers on more strategic events. You know, we really believe that you should be not going through this analysis of all these reports and all these dashboards and all this data. You really should be managing the exceptions. So proactively being sent alerts and notifications as to what's what's out of balance or what's late or what's not in compliance or um, you know automating traditional processes and things that you're managing today on a spreadsheet you know being able to connect all those data sources and providing more of a, a synchronized view if you will could you tell us about some of the types of challenges people come to you with well i mean um you can start anywhere in the supply chain. You, you know, we're, we're agnostic to the industry. We're agnostic to the part of the supply chain that you support. So it really just depends. I mean, you've got some companies that are trying to build more of a connection with their suppliers, and it's more about supplier scorecarding and a supplier portal, um, being able to get, get more control of that supply. Uh, some of them, it's more about how do I handle this new world of e-commerce, and I have orders coming me from from my ERP, orders coming in from my, you know, e-com app. I've got other portals, or maybe they're coming in from EDI, and how do I bring all that together um, so that I get the big picture? You know, we we try to match supply to to demand, and you're usually leveraging inventory in the middle to do that. So. Um, and then you, we've got distributors that are looking at better distribution models. How do I improve what's coming into my warehouse? How do I plan my labor for the next days? You know, for the first time, I can finally see what's coming in tomorrow, what's coming in next week. Uh, you know, you haven't been able to do that in the past. So uh, when we think about visibility, we think about visibility in three areas. We think about visibility of the orders, visibility of the inventory, and visibility of the shipments. And some companies want one or two of the three or one of the three, or they want to start, you know, with all three across maybe a business unit or across a SKU level or something. So um, the, the neat thing about Activate is, is we give them the flexibility. It is a platform as a service that has a whole bunch of SaaS models in it. So if you need distributed order management or maybe it's e-commerce fulfillment or maybe you want a supplier portal, you don't have to keep picking new software, new technology to do that. It's, it's starting in a platform centralizing all of that orders, bringing order visibility, and then where do I go from there? And, and what comes next? What, what is the next step after that? I think, I think the other area that we really should touch on, so after integration is also data normalization, and that, that's really, really the difficult part. So for us, you know, we can onboard 1,200 suppliers over a weekend and everybody keep their same SKU number. So that, that normalization of that data, once you get the aggregation of the data and you get the data sources integrated, that's kind of the next step. Uh, and, and then once you get that, you know, we prefer doing that in real time. So real-time data access is really the goal. And once you have real-time data access, now I can get visibility. Uh, and then the next level after visibility is really starting to synchronize with your trading partners. And that may be through an order management process. It may be a transportation management. Uh, it, it may be a delivery to promise type application, which really is where the future is going. In the past, you know, we were starting to uh, understand available to promise. But now that in this new Amazon effect world that we live in, 
where it's really more of the customer experience, we're going to start having expectations about when deliveries are happening and to what extent. So having a transformation platform that gives you the ability to kind of start and stop and work on pieces of it, um, or maybe you're filling the gaps. Maybe it's you need additional visibility inside the warehouse that you can't quite get out of a WMS. So putting that application into, into the warehouse, really looking at, at workforce performance areas or you know, if you're in an e-commerce situation, can't, catching that last scan right before in the gun right before they pick the order to make sure nothing has changed or canceled. Uh, you know, in the world we previously been, orders are dropped down in a batch. And so that gives you the advantage of being in real time to be able to check those things last, last second before they're picked. Or, or actually sending labels out to a supplier to where that inventory can be on allocation for your outbound order. Now you're turning your warehouse into a cross stock. So you no longer wait to receive, not knowing what's in the truck. Then you go put away and then you have to go pick, pack and ship the order. You actually are preparing those orders on that inbound supply. So I can start selling and allocating my inventory further upstream rather than waiting to see what was actually received into the warehouse. You know, whenever we're having a conversation about how technology is changing the way people work, I want to talk about the people. I mean, there really is a, a, a group of people who have been doing this job and doing it well for their entire careers, and this digital transformation is going to change the way they live their day-to-day -day and also how they think about their, their careers. Um, could you talk about the people part of all this? Yeah, sure. So we try to minim minimize the changes as far as the, the interaction with the technology. Um, so we don't really do development anymore. It's all configuration. So you're configuring the user screen to the choice of who's logging in or what role is actually using the application. So configuring the user interface, uh, putting in the business logic around the rules and how you want to engage, and then really the reporting aspect. So a, a user may log into the application and go straight to an alert screen and they spend their day just working off the alert screen. They don't have to be that familiar with the entire environment. Or maybe they prefer just to receive those notices as an email in their inbox. And so you open up the email and all the data and the information to resolve the problem that they need or all the information around the purchase order or around the exception is right there in their uh, inbox. So we've part of uh, being adaptive is being able to, to provide that flexibility on how the user engages with the application. It really does sound like this tool can be scaled any which way, applied to a lot of different problems. Um, I, I guess my next question is, what does getting started look like? How long does a rollout typically take? How, I don't want to say hand-holding, but how involved are you guys when you're bringing this new capability to an existing uh, organization? Yeah, so we typically work on the business side of the house. Uh, our implementations are pretty quick. Most of the projects are between 90 days and 120 days. Uh, we tend to organize the project in phases, so we want to bring up order visibility in the first two weeks so that the client's getting value immediately. Order management in four, we may add inventory into that picture within six weeks, inventory management within eight. So we try to grow in steps that they can absorb and absorb quickly and bring value to the project quickly. Uh, we just did a Fortune 50 full control tower. Uh, the total project was four months, and we did that without involving their IT resources at all. 
So pretty quick, that integrated eight different data sources, you know, SAP, GT Nexus, there was an, an air file coming from a separate, um, some other freight information that provided a portal for their third-party logistics providers and a portal for their freight forwarders. So, and then their logistics operations team was operating, you know, in a full control tower view. So these projects can be, can be organized quickly if the client knows what they're doing, we pace at the pace of the client. A lot of it is we're waiting for their information. You know, if they take a week to go through an exercise to figure out how they want to handle a process or how they want to standardize a process, you know, then that kind of adds downtime or dead time throughout the project. But in general, they're pretty quick. We've got implementations that have been as quick as 10 days, you know, up to potentially six months if the client isn't being reactive. So. You know, when I go looking for information about your company, I keep seeing the term activate. Can you talk to me about that? Yeah, so activate is a multi-enterprise platform as a service designed for digital transformation and, and really providing real-time supply chain management. What makes active technologies different? So I think a couple of things make us different. One, we're a very senior team with very experienced supply chain operations in our background, consulting, education, et cetera. So we've been there. We, we know what the, the subset of problems look like. We know how to address supply chain problems. So um, the, the second is in the architecture of the technology itself. So being able to have that flexibility uh, really architected for being flexible. It, it's very different when you take a point solution and you're trying to cram a problem into a point solution versus building the the tool and the solution around the problem set. Uh, the third is in the in the flexibility and configuration. You know, we we were the first supply chain application in the cloud. We were working with Azure before it became Azure. So. We've been around for nine years now. We've had plenty of time to improve on the platform itself. And so providing a platform as a service is also unique. From a technology standpoint, there's three differentiating technology areas, really one in that we're truly a many-to-many. -many. You hear a lot about multi-tenant, multi-tiered, many-to-many, uh, -many, but I really challenge how many are really out there. So it really is a business network. Uh, that improves and saves time on both the integration. We have a library of connectors that can be leveraged um, for a low subscription. We include all the integration, all the implementation services. So it's on our best interest and our onus to get these implementations done and up and fast because we're not, we're not generating any fees for them taking longer and there's no third-party service providers that are generating revenue off of extending the implementation. Um, so the other thing is in that data normalization that I mentioned earlier, you know, that, that is something that traditionally takes a, a good a bit of time and energy and effort, and we've really architected the tools to support that inherently in the application itself. Um, the third is a smart way that we handle our API. Uh, we have a, a, a differentiating architecture to that that really makes the integration a much easier process. That certainly gets my attention. Uh, what is the best way to get in touch with Active Technologies if, if someone wants to learn more? Yeah, so you can go onto our website at info at Active Tech and put in information and we'll get back with you. Um, you can reach out to our sales team. You know, uh, we're, we're pretty accessible, so um, really the best way is probably going straight, straight to the website at activetech.com. 
Well, again, I, uh, I have been reading up on your company. It really sounds like you offer a lot of solutions to a lot of challenges. And you know, if you've been at it as long as you have, clearly you're a success. Uh, I encourage everyone to you know, give their website a visit and uh, you know, reach out to them if you have any questions. Um, Jamie, thank you so much for joining us. This, is, this has been a real treat. Uh, you've been listening to another episode of the Executive Platform's Blueprint Podcast. Let's do it again soon. Mm-hmm.